Hello there, Divya here. In the past episode, we saw chapter 16 explaining more about karma. In that chapter, I liked two phrases that was explained. I would like to quote them here once more. Seeds of past karma cannot germinate if they are roasted in the fires of divine wisdom. And the deeper the self-realization of a man, the more he influences the whole universe by his subtle spiritual vibrations. And the less he himself is affected by the phenomenal flux. So these two phrases, something that we have to reflect upon. So let's continue with chapter 16 here. Sri Yukteswar discovered the mathematical application of a 24,000-year equinoctial cycle to our present age. These cycles are expounded in the first part of the book. The Hindu scriptures place the present world age as occurring within the Kali Yuga of a much longer universal cycle than the simple 24,000-year equinoctial cycle with which Sri Yukteswar was concerned. The universal cycle of scriptures, it is 4,300,560,000 years in extent and measures out a day of creation. This vast figure is based on the relationship between the length of the solar year and a multiple of pi, 3.1416. The lifespan of a whole universe according to the ancient seers is it is 314159 followed by nine zeros solar years or one age of Brahma. The Hindu scriptures declare that an earth such as ours is dissolved for one or two one of the two reasons. The inhabitants as a whole become either completely good or completely evil. The world mind thus generates a power that relates the captive atom held together as an earth. Dire pronouncements are occasionally published regarding as imminent end of the world. Planetary cycles, however, proceed according to an orderly divine plan. No earthly dissolution is in sight. Many ascending and descending equinoctial cycles are yet in store for our planet in its present form. The cycle is divided into an ascending arc and a descending arc, each of 12,000 years. Within each arc fall four yugas or ages called Kali, Dwapara, Treta, and Satya, corresponding to the Greek ideas of iron, bronze, silver and golden ages. My guru determined by various calculations that the last Kali Yuga or iron age of the ascending arc started about AD 500. The iron age 1200 years in duration is a span of materialism is it ended about AD 1700. That year ushered in Dwa, Dwapara Yuga. 
a 2000 year period of electrical and atomic energy developments the age of telegraphy radio airplanes and other space annihilators the 3000 year period of treta yuga will start in ad 4100 the age will be marked by common knowledge of telepathic communications and other time annihilators during the 4800 years of satya yuga final age in the ascending arc the intelligence of man will be highly developed he will work in harmony with the divine plan a descending arc of 12000 years starting with the descending golden age of 4800 years then begins for the world in ad 12500 man gradually sinks into ignorance these cycles are the eternal rounds of maya the contrast and relativities of the phenomenal universe men one by one escape from creation's prison of duality as they awaken to the consciousness of the of their inseverable divine unity with the creator master enlarged my understanding not only of astrology but of the world's scriptures placing the holy texts on the spotless table of his mind he was able to dissect them with the scalpel of intuitive reasoning and to separate error errors and interpolations of scholars from the truths as originally expressed by the prophets fix one's vision on the end of the nose This inaccurate interpretation of Bhagavad Gita stanza widely accepted by eastern pundits and western translators used to arouse master's droll criticism The path of a yogi is singular enough as it is he remarked Why counsel him that he must also make himself cross-eyed the true meaning of nasikargan nasikagram is origin of the nose not end of the nose the nose originates at the point between the eyebrows the seat of the spiritual vision one sankhya aparasam reads ishwar sights a lot a lot of creation cannot be deduced or god is not proved chiefly on the basis of the sentence most scholars call the whole philosophy atheistical the word the verse is not atheistical sri kishwar explained it merely signifies that to the unenlightened man dependent on his senses for his final judgments proof of god must remain unknown and therefore non existent true sankhya followers with unshakable insight born of meditation understand that the lord is both existent and knowable master expounded the christian bible with a beautiful clarity it was from my hindu guru unknown to the roll call of the christian membership that i learned to proceed the deathless essence of the bible and to understand the truth in christ's assertion surely the most thrilling intransigent ever uttered 
heaven and earth shall pass away but my words shall not pass away the great masters of india molded their lives by the same godly ideals that animated jesus these men are his proclaimed kin whosoever shall do the will of my father which is in heaven the same as my brother and sister and mother if ye continue in my word christ pointed out then are a my disciple indeed and a shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free free men all lots of themselves the yogi christ of india are part of the immortal fraternity those that attain a liberating knowledge of the one father the adam and eve story is incomprehensible to me i observed with considerable heat one day in my early struggles with the allegory why did god punish not only the guilty pair but also the innocent unborn generations master was amused more by my vehemence than by my ignorance genesis is deeply symbolic and cannot be grasped by a little interpret interpretation he explained its tree of life is the human body the spinal cord is like an upturned tree with man's hair as its roots and afferent and efferent nerves as branches the trees of the nervous the tree of the nervous system bears many enjoyable fruits or sensation of sight sound smell taste and touch in these man may rightfully indulge but he was forbidden the experience of sex the apple at the center of the body in the midst of the garden the serpent represents the coiled up spinal energy that stimulates the sex nerves adam is reason and eve is feeling when the emotion of eve consciousness in any human being is overpowered by the sex impulse his reason or adam also succumbs god created the human species by materializing the bodies of man and woman through the force of his will he endowed the new species with the power to create children in a similar immaculate or divine manner because his manifestation is the in, in the individualized soul had hitherto been limited to animals instinct bond and lacking the potentialities for full reason god made the first human bodies symbolically called adam and eve to these for advantages upward evolution he transferred the souls or divine essence of two animals in adam or man reason predominated in eve or woman feeling was ascendant thus was expressed the duality or polarity that underlies the phenomenal worlds reason and feeling remain in a heaven of cooperative joy so long as the human mind is not tricked by the serpentine energy of animal propens propensities
the human body was therefore not solely a result of evolution from beasts but was produced through an act of special creation by god the animal forms were too crude to express full divinity man was uniquely given the potentially omniscient thousand petal lotus in the brain as well as acutely awakened occult centers in the spine god or the divine consciousness present within the first created pair counseled them to enjoy all human sensibilities with one exception sex sensations these were banned lest humanity enmesh itself in the in- inferior animal method of propagation the warning not to revive subconsciously present bestial memories was unheeded resuming the way of brute procreation adam and eve fell from the state of heavenly joy natural to the original perfect man when they knew that they were naked their consciousness of immortality was lost even as god had warned them they had placed themselves under the physical law by which bodily birth must be followed by bodily death the knowledge of good and evil promised eve by the serpent refers to the dualistic and oppositional experiences that mortals under maya must undergo falling into delusion through misuse of his feeling and reason or even adam consciousness man relinquishes his right to enter the heavenly garden of divine self sufficiency the personal responsibility of every human being is to restore his parents or dual nature to a unified harmony of eden as sri yukteswar ended his discourse i glanced with new respect at the pages of genesis the adam and eve story of the hindus is recounted in the hori purana shrimad bhagavata the first man and woman beings in physical form are called swayambhu manu man born of the creator and his wife satarupa true image their five children intermarried with prajapatis perfect beings who could assume corporeal form from these first divine families was born the human race never in east or west have i heard anyone else expound the christian scriptures with so deep a spiritual insight as sri ekteshwar's theology theologians have misinterpreted christ's words master said in such passages as i am the way the truth and the life no man cometh under the father but by me jesus meant never that he was the sole son of god but that no man can attain the unqualified absolute the transcendent father beyond creation until he has first manifested the son or activating christ consciousness within creation jesus who had achieved entire oneness with that cross christ consciousness identified himself with it in as much as his own ego has long since have been dissolved
Dear Master, I said, for the first time, I feel a proper filial obligation towards Adam and Eve. So here ends chapter 16. Thanks for listening.